Well, welcome to The Drive. Thank you so much for joining me on Season 39. And uh, we actually are on day number seven. And uh, the word for today is reconciliation. It's a beautiful word, uh, amazing truths behind it. And let me just give it to you, uh, what it means in the form of a verse, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 says, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, you think about family conflict, and the, the origin of family conflict is Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. They, they basically were divided from one another and from God by their sin. Or you think about others, Cain and Abel, Jacob and Esau, Joseph and his brothers, and much later the prodigal son and his older brother in Jesus' parable. There's family conflict, there's separation, there's drama, there's division, right, within this world, and it started with sin. It separated us, essentially, from our God, from walking with God to walking in sin. And if it stayed like that, that would absolutely be devastating, right? It would be horrible, it would be depressing, it would be defeating, um, it would just be, there'd be nothing good from that. But it didn't stay like that. You know, what? what's a really pretty spectacular and gracious about the gospel is that the, the offended party, who's Jesus, he doesn't wait for the offenders, who is us, humanity, to clean up or to shape up or to wise up you know in our sin while we were yet sinners Christ died for us we didn't have to come to him only after we got more holy right we didn't have to strive to do that we didn't have to work to try to be more perfect for God to accept us to be reconciled to him you know Jesus work Here on the earth, on the cross, it was while the world and people were broken in sin and just a mess. You know, I love what Paul writes, 2 Corinthians 5.18, that really God through Christ reconciled us to himself. The Father sent the Son to rescue his imperfect and faulty children. (laughs) How amazing is that? And so it was because of Christ that we're reconciled to God, that we can talk to God, that he hears us, that he accepts us, that he loves us, that it's through the Son's birth, life, death, sacrifice that leads to us being connected with the Father. And I know some people do not have a good history when it comes to... um, their relationships growing up with family members, with maybe their parents, their mom, or their dad. And there was never really a close connection. There maybe felt like a separation, a division, like they didn't understand or they didn't care. You, you know, kids were overlooked or not thought about or not included. 
Well, in the kingdom of God and the family of God, we have a Father who sent the Son so that we'd be reconciled. Sinful man, we'd be reconciled with the Holy God who loves us, who sent the Son to die so that God hears us, so that He uses us, so that He blesses us. I mean, that is good news. So when you think about the birth of Christ, think about all these things that we're talking about, all that it led to. Reconciliation. The fact that there could be a bridge built between sinful man and holy God is like the apex of blessings. It's, it's, I don't even know the words for it. But I know what it does do is it lifts me up. It encourages me like crazy, especially those moments, you guys, where... You know, where we condemn ourselves or we say, oh, I'm just not good enough. I can't believe that. I'm just, you know, I suck and I messed up and all that. You know, God, God's heart is to forgive. He's already reconciled us to himself through Christ. And that's why as we look at Jesus, we know, we understand, we get that he was not is the greatest gift to humanity. Because, listen, we were desperate. We were in sin. We were separated from God. Through Christ, God reconciled us to himself. That's how much God loves you. You know, sometimes people doubt that. But I would say there's absolutely no reason to doubt God's love. And the demonstration of that love was born in Bethlehem. To Mary and Joseph, who were poor, lowly, humble, but yet godly, they loved the Lord. So God used them in an amazing and radical way to bring reconciliation into the world in the form of a baby who is Jesus. (coughs) Again, it just keeps getting better as we go over these things. We keep gleaning upon God's heart. Right when the prodigal son came home, the father didn't say, "I'm I'm done. With, I'm done with you. Like I'm, don't come back. You already left. You took all my money, and ran away. <laughs> I don't want you back." You know, maybe some earthly fathers are like that, earthly parents, but not our heavenly Father. He reconciles us to himself, and not only that, he restores us, right? If we do drift, if we do run, if we do backslide, and we come back, he has open arms to take you back, to love you again, just as he loved you before. But Christ is a gift because through him, there's a reconciliation between us and God. It's pretty... (laughs) Pretty spectacular, pretty awesome, if you ask me. So I'm, I'm just encouraged you guys by this. Let me just read this verse to you once again from Second uh, Corinthians 5.18. And this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. And even personally, do everything we can if there's division, if there's conflict, if there's factions, do everything we can to reconcile to fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. To confront, to talk, to pray, everything we can 
to reconcile. For we were reconciled to God through Christ. So therefore, we can pass that on. We can, we can demonstrate that in our lives, right? It's amazing. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.